Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 187th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and lobster buddy, Frederick. Yes! <laughs> I'm looking and feeling particular red today. Yes, you are indeed. You, you've you've gotten some yeah. time in the sun, in the in the Danish June have... weather, which we love to God, see. It is... It's, it's only like 23, 24 degrees back here, but it feels it feels a lot more. And I've been out every day hitting hitting the old tennis. And then mm. now I'm, tomorrow I'm going to do a bit of frisbee. So, you know, getting, getting my my vitamin D. That does sound like a lovely time. I've now meandered my way to the States. So we are hitting a little cross-Atlantic mm-hmm. uh, podcasting. So pardon uh-huh. any possible delays in the, uh, in the thing. But... Um, <laughs> In the comedic timing. Yeah. <laughs> the jokes will land even harder when there's 10 seconds of silence between <laughs> each one. Uh, but today uh, we are talking a lot of stuff, actually. We're doing many reviews. We're doing news. Okay. And we got we got some okay. damn good news, dare I say. And we're doing a little topic. A little... No. Miguel O'Hara, Miles Morales, others who were in that movie. There were a lot of them. Topic. Peter Porker, if you will. Peter Porker. Spoiler alert. He's the main character. Mm. <laughs> no. um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good time. Dare I say? I'm a excited. great time. There we go. Dare uh, I say so, the best time? Ah, I'm gonna go that far. Should we do a little mini review thing? How many do you got? Because I got one, two, three, four, five that I could kind of like snap through pretty fast. Um, let me think, because I don't actually remember when the last time we did mini reviews was. We could actually just do news and Spider-Verse, because we have some fun news. Should we? Okay. Uh, you know what? I've, and we've got a lot to talk about Spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's, let's just do news and news and Spider-Verse. All right, forget what I said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's poorly planned, baby. It's poorly planned. Let's fucking go. I love that that excuse covers literally everything wrong with the show. <laughs> literally all incompetent moments. <laughs> It's okay that we introduced a topic and then seconds later decided not to do it. Um, we're going to be doing some some news. So let's let's start. I don't, there's some... Wait, where'd my news go? I had so much news. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, let's... Wait a minute. What the fuck? Okay, we're not doing any news anymore. <laughs> we're not talking about Spider-Verse either. Fuck that. It's going to be a lobster-themed episode. You know, actually, I was at the grocery store the other day and I saw the lobsters in the tank. And it was very depressing. Mm. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen them, like, just, just hanging out there. Just, like, waiting yeah, to... Yeah, it is kind of sad. ...to burn. Um, anyway... Waiting to get picked up and sliced. Now that we're all in a good mood, let's talk about <laughs> a great team-up. Also, the time codes down below. Have you ever wanted to see a team-up between a young, fit, handsome king... And okay. <laughs> a previously young, handsome, fit king who's now, some could call him old, but some could also say a distinct, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of a way to like introduce this. Uh, it's a Mackie slash Harrison Ford team up we're talking about here. Mm, Mackie as a young man? <laughs> <laughs> Relative to Harrison, you know? Okay, so literally anyone would be the young man <laughs> yeah. in this scenario. Harrison Ford is coming in as General Ross in the new Captain America movie, mm. or as we fondly know it, Captain America. Thank you very much. And <laughs> of course, uh, he will be Ross slash. I'm gonna say probably Red Hulk. I don't know why they would do so much Ross stuff if they weren't gonna do that. Um, mm-hmm. But has there been a Red Hulk in the in the MCU so far? Not so far, so I think that's why they, they had to bring in the big guns, you know. Um, <laughs> that's to bring in the, the old boy. <laughs> and they, they are... So Mackie posted a picture of them together on set, and he said, When Harrison Ford tells mm. you how kicking ass should look, you listen, lol. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's like a slightly <laughs> so, sarcastic lot lol. to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's analyze this for an hour. He, um, definitely, he definitely did not listen. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely does not know who Harrison Ford is. He says, why is this old-ass man in my chair? <laughs> to be fair, in this Law picture... Law stands for looking old, lad. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, in this picture, Harrison looks pretty good. I don't know why we've turned this into, like, the Harrison Roast Hour. He's a great, handsome man. But anyway, the other big news about the, the film is it's changing titles. So it was Ooh. called Macton America New World Order, and it is now going to be called Macton America 
Brave New World. Um, so I'm going to assume they're changing it because I'm pretty, I, I don't know the specifics here, so I don't want to get too much into it, but I'm pretty sure New World Order is some like kind of politically loaded term. Isn't that like in reference to some kind of, I think, I think it is. New World Order. Isn't think, that like... Isn't it like a QAnon this, thing? This might be... Maybe. Is that like... <laughs> this sounds so stupid. Is that like what Banksy is? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I was, I was thinking um, more like something linked to like terrorism or QAnon or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America 4, he beats the fuck out of Banksy for some reason. <laughs> that is the art? Um, I mean, possibly. <laughs> I, I can't say that I it's know. It's very sure. objectively beautiful. <laughs> That's his face reveal, is Mackie beating the fuck out of it. It's still hidden. Um, but I, I... Mackie turns around, he gives a coy smile. He is Banksy. <laughs> you know Banked what? in America. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, no. Um, I think the... I feel like the the prank the prankling attitude of, not that that's a word of Banksy kind of fits with Mackie's personality because you know that time where he did that thing where he's like here's the artwork and then I went through like a shredder that seems like a Mackie thing anyway um, I like how we went from <laughs> New World Order might be a terrorist group to, to you know I really see some distinct similarities between Mackie and Banksy actually, actually cracking the case this is you know how Banksy's like like identity is like hidden and everything. Yeah. <laughs> through this conversation we, un- we unveil he's discovered he comes clean um but yeah no I, I, I don't know if it's like a terrorist thing but I think like I'm pretty sure, isn't it like QAnon, they do the thing where it's like, the, are the people who talk about like lizard people and they're like, and then they're going to, you know, they're going to rise, all the lizards are going to rise up and they just start the new world order. It's some, I think it's linked to some mm. weird shit. So I think they, because I remember when it, uh-huh. it was announced, that, people were like, that's kind of weird. So I assume that's why they changed it. Brave New World. I'm pretty sure that's the name of like some famous book or something. Um, but anyway, should okay. be good. I'm actually excited for this. It comes out May 3rd next year. Um, okay. Not, not far off then. No, yeah. And I'm, I'm. I, I love me some Mackie. I think we were we were okay on the show, but the, the Mackie yeah. in general. He's he's a great side character in the movies, and we were like, oh, can he can he handle his own show? Mm. Barely. Um, <laughs> so uh, so bodes <laughs> very well. <laughs> so bodes very well for a whole ass movie with him. <laughs> to be fair, I think he's definitely not what's wrong with that show. Um, and that show wasn't even bad, but I I do get what you mean. It it could use a little more substance, but. We'll see. Should be fun. Mm. Hopefully he fights a big red Harrison Ford. Um, Mm -hmm. Moving on. Let's see. We we got got some stuff here. The live action How to Train Your Dragon movie has cast its Hiccup and Astrid. I saw this. So we have Uh, uh, Mason Thames Thames of the Black Phone fame. I assume he plays the kidnapper. (laughs) In that movie, Ethan Hawke's actually the one getting kidnapped by this guy. <laughs> it's a crazy twist. Yeah, have you? I feel like you've seen the Black Phone. Haven't we talked about it? I have. I have. I okay. Have. Uh, what do you What do you think of him as Hiccup? I think it's a. Um, if it's the, the main guy, he does have the like. Does he? <laughs> I mean, in this picture, he's got he's got kind of like, sort of messy kind of, I don't know, big hiccupy hair. Doesn't Hiccup kind of have like? Okay. I don't know. I guess yeah. I guess he's got a bit of a bit of a wild thing going on. He looks on. like a youth uh, of of Dragon Town, wherever they, they live. Okay, okay. I, I believe it's Burke. Right. <laughs> Sorry. And then Nico Parker as I was about to say Hiccup. Um, Astrid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a the dual craziest role. twist. <laughs> they switch it every frame. Um, mm-hmm. As Astrid, who I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is the. From the Last of Us, the she's Joel's Joel's daughter. Yes, I think you are. I think you're correct. Who was in that briefly, but when she was there, was good. I want to say it's all right. It's all right. I think those are fine choices. I don't really know either of their work super well, but I mean they should be okay. I mean I think we we said we yeah, were pretty. I mean pretty good with this. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Neither, neither of them give me heavy How to Train Your Dragon vibes, but 
We'll see. But we'll that's see the happens. magic of cinema, dude. You've only seen him kidnap Ethan Hawke one time. <laughs> you don't know what he's <laughs> capable of. You've only seen Joel hold her dead in his arms one time. <laughs> you don't know what's happening here. Sure, of all the things to adapt into live action, I'm not super mad at it. So, mm-hmm. it feels mm-hmm. kind of weird, but whatever. Um, moving on. Speaking of dying in arms and such, uh, spoiler alert, but also... I mean, come on. At this point, if you don't know, it's everywhere. Whatever. Um, anyway, they're making a John Wick 5 is an early development. Mm, yes. Now, <clears throat> I think we had, either you and I had a vigorous debate or me and the, the boys had a vigorous debate or something where they were convinced, or you were, that, spoiler alert for John Wick 4, uh, at the end of that movie, he does get shot in the gut by Donnie Yen. and He, he does. He does. Um, dies, presumably, on some stairs. Mm. But yeah, maybe not, I guess, which by the way, I really liked, I thought that was, I mean, it was everything we needed to see from his character. I felt like there was nowhere else really to go with him and it gave the story some feeling of gravity to it. And now that Mm -hmm. if they're bringing him back, not so keen on it, if I'm honest. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I love the John Wick movies, but lately it's just... It's getting a bit ridiculous. Uh, we've had a, I've had qualms with it before. We have had, we have had um, qualms. I just edited the episode, uh, which who knows when that'll go up, but a little pre-recorded one of, of our qualms with uh, characters who should not survive, type thing. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We had some qualms. Um, we there's a few qualms where, like, again, awesome action, everything like that, but like, it at a certain point it just starts getting it feel it feels a little bit ridiculous that he just could take as much damage as he wants even death and i know this yeah. one's maybe going to be like oh yeah we faked his death but like but we've mm, just seen that you know? with han they've, they've just, just done that <laughs> the one time in cinema they did that <laughs> come on han's already done this <laughs> Han's been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I would be much more down. They're making the Anadarmas spinoff, the ballerina. They're making the show. I'm much more down to see more stuff in this yeah. world from this team. But mm-hmm. let Keanu rest, damn it. He's going to break him rest, all of his bones. Literally. Like, exactly. Also, do you think like do you think it could be a, an origin kind of thing? Or do you think it's just going <laughs> to pick up from... I, I did think you were going to say orgy, because of course I did. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a very sincere question. John Wick 5, do you think... <laughs> Do you think it's an orgy? Because five is technically the number needed for an orgy. So like, <laughs> also, is five the number required for an orgy? I think so. Because I think it's a it's a threesome, foursome orgy. orgy. <laughs> <laughs> you have the chart on your wall. Yeah. Get my get my lab coat on, my professor glasses. So, <laughs> I mean, I I don't think so. Because they say John Wick Five. I feel like they would have said like a John Wick prequel or whatever. And also, there's no really point in making a John Wick origin. Turn that shit to... into John Dick 5. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that one needed to marinate for like 10 to 20 seconds for you to come through with that one. But it was worth it. I was like, you know what? An orgy's happening. John Wick. I got it. <laughs> it's right there. Um, anyway, yeah. Cool. Fine. Um, Speaking of things that are maybe cool and fine, my favorite named director in Hollywood, Andy Muschietti, of <laughs> the Flash fame, uh, and also the It movies, I want to say. And also, I'm sorry. I'm Muschietti. Sorry, it's not how you pronounce it, but it's just such a delightful name. He is apparently going to be taking on, uh, allegedly, the new Batman movie, according to One Ooh. Take News, or Empire via One Take News, whatever. Um, but... Yeah, he's going to be doing... So there's the Brave and the Bold, which is what the new Batman movie is going to be called. So it's separate from the Batman. It's the one in James Gunn's DC world. Um, Mm. And apparently the Flash is... I mean, you know what? I'm... I'll be honest. We're, I think, like a week out now. I've seen that trailer in the cinema a few times. I'm kind of switching on a little bit because when we first saw that trailer, remember we said like, you know what? This looks surprisingly not that bad. I'm not gonna yeah. like. It does not look that good to me when I see it yeah, on the big screen. Honestly, I'm the same. It, I've, I've. Uh, the more and more I see it, which is not a lot more, but I do see it a bit more. Um, it, like, I was very, very hyped for the first one. So I was like, oh my god, this looks, this looks great. And then yeah. the more they show, the less, the less hyped I am for it. So it, I'm I just. Mean, hopefully, they just kind of go with the direction that the first trailer kind of gave but i'm not i'm not getting those vibes anymore 
Yeah, it's from everything we've heard. And again, I feel like I've gotten suckered a little bit here because I was like, oh, you know, Tom Cruise and James Gunn apparently are saying it's amazing. Like they they wouldn't lie to me. But I'm also like, well, James Gunn has a very vested interest. And maybe just someone made that up about Tom Cruise. But I mean, like, mm. it, it yeah, it looks like it has like a fun vibe to it, especially initially. But the more trailers come out, the more it it has all the hallmarks of a bad superhero film where like. There's a lot of really shitty CGI in the trailer. And I'm like, if that's like the trailer, you put all your best stuff in. I was like, if this is like the best CGI shot they could do. And it looks like, you know, kind of a little bit dog shit sometimes. I'm like, I, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) really balanced. Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) The new Flash movie, straight up bus looking. (laughs) What's up with that? I've, I've gotten way too harsh and mean, I feel. But anyway, I don't know. I think... And, like, the Keaton coming back, like, everything I've, you know, it's like, ah, cool, it's Keaton, but also every line he says looks like he wants to put a fucking shotgun in his mouth. Have you seen him, like, deliver some of the fucking, he's like, you know the, the let's get nuts bit? Where, like, in the first, in the you original. You wanna get nuts? <laughs> let's get nuts. It's like, ah. He's like, he's completed the arc of the character in Birdman, where, I don't know if, you've seen Birdman, where, or no. But it's basically like no, a. I have not. It's basically like a riff on Michael Keaton's career and he's trying to be a more artistic actor and everyone's like, you should come back and play that superhero you were in the 80s, Birdman. And he's like, no, I don't. I want to be an artist or whatever. And now, like, he's kind of just done the thing that he wasn't doing in that movie. He's come back and he's... <laughs> Keaton, you're doing it. Keaton, you've, you've done the thing. It's very meta. But anyway, um, if it's really good, I mean, cool. That could be fun for a Batman movie. But we'll... We shall mm-hmm. see. Um, should we... I feel like we have... Uh, there's some kind of whatever pieces of news here. There's a new John Cena, Jackie Chan movie. There's a... Uh, oh, what? 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 Uh, <laughs> you say whatever. I say yummers. Uh, Bad Boys 4 casts uh, Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul. Which, by the way, it will also feature Yoan Gruffafud. So let's keep our eyes on that. Um, Gruffafud? But should we get to the big the big drama news? Is both related, of course, to the Fast Ooh. and Furious saga. Um, of course, of course. Which have you? I, I seen... I've I've read both. I think I'm aware of both of these. So let's so, talk about. Well, it. it's a it's a one is a, a big big rumor, but a big uh, big beef brewing, a big beef brew, mm. as Diesel calls it. Yeah. And one is just a a return of a quote, quote legendary lawman who I mean I feel like that's a bit generous to. <laughs> established with the title of legendary but anyway we'll get to that we were tagged by kian on twitter or i was actually people realize you don't use twitter um we were tagged in this tweet from (laughs) one take news which says vin diesel is reportedly upset with jason momoa for stealing his thunder in fast x and blames him for the film's negative reviews so (laughs) <laughs> the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, first I of all... I actually facepalmed. <laughs> we should stress this is not, you know, confirmed. It's just a rumor. However, it seems like something that would be true. Does it not? It would... It definitely seems like something that would be true. And, like... Because uh, I've seen Fast and Furious now. Um, ah. Momoa is the only good thing in that. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, isn't he? I mean, he is the only... And I can I say... When I say good thing, I really enjoyed him in, in the movie. I think he was actually great. It's quite um, delightful. But so delightful. He was like just so incredibly unhinged that I, I loved it. <laughs> in a very non-memo um, way, you know? In a very, yeah. It's like, because he's, he's always like a delightful kind of like yelling at us like, hee-hoo! Um, but this time he was, you know, he was... <laughs> your, your mic just cut out and he just went, hee <laughs> <laughs> Which is an accurate representation it's not far of, of what I actually did. Yeah. <laughs> so like the fact that and Diesel was so bad at it, like holy uh, god shit. awful. I mean, <laughs> god awful. I, what I don't understand about this is if this is true, I can get why if he's mad. I don't get, like I don't think it's reasonable, but I can like understand he's mad that he's stealing his thunder. But for him to say if he did that he's blaming the negative reviews on Jason Momoa doesn't really make sense because he clearly read all the reviews that say Jason Momoa is the best part of the film. So he would know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't understand how he could read that and then think that Jason Momoa is not. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I think his approach is that Jason Momoa does this one character who seems, like, over the top, but because he's, like, he's so charismatic and is, like, the center of attention, it makes the rest of the characters and the, like, whole universe and happenings... Mm. seem dull or bleak or stupid you know which they are um, <laughs> which they definitely which, <laughs> are vin wake up it's not a good franchise <laughs> he, he he took he took 
a dark street alley and turn that shit into a Banksy. <laughs> Throwback to earlier. Is Jason Momoa Banksy is now the new question. Ooh. <laughs> Here we go. Him and Mackie should is, fight. We've established that we've established that Han's done everything. So has Han also <laughs> been Banksy? <laughs> they all all three of them need to fight to find out who is the one and true Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> They're standing in a freaking circle. <laughs> I'm the real Banksy. No, I'm the real Banksy. Vin smiles, for he knows the identity. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, Vin, look, I I want to like Vin Diesel, because I've seen some interviews where he seems like a fun guy, but I also really struggle to, because I've also seen, not even that I dislike him, but just that he, I think because I liked, or like I, I viewed some TikTok or reel or something of like, Vin Diesel saying something ridiculous, like, Fast and Furious should win all the Oscars mm. or whatever. I've gotten a bunch now in my feed that are just him saying progressively more. It's like, Ludacris is the greatest singer of all time. And, like, like <laughs> fucking Tyrese Gibson has, you know, pioneered whatever. Like, just these, like, insane statements. And so, I don't know if he's doing a character or if he actually believes it. Like, the thing is, yeah, like, because... Uh, he does have moments of self-awareness at times. But most of the time, I feel like he's not, and just says shit that he means, but just comes across as kind of kind of silly. Speaking, yeah. qu- just quick quick tangent here. Um, speaking of Tyrese, did you see the thing I sent you? I forget if it was on TikTok or Instagram of him in an interview, completely serious, being like, "Yeah, so like when I got into acting, I wanted to kind of." I, for, I forget the exact, like, words he used to describe these two, but, like, he was like, I wanted to take this and this from Will Smith and this and this from Denzel and, and make a concoction <laughs> that would work for me in my acting career. Um, and, and, I was lucky, I was, and I was lucky enough to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, like Tyrese. my God. Tyrese, a classic. Tyrese is who I think of when I say, take all the charisma of Will Smith and the acting ability of Denzel Washington. <laughs> And combine. What the fuck has Tyrese Gibson actually been in besides Fast and Furious and Morbius? Like, genuine question. His filmography is the Fast and Furious films, um, Morbius, Transformers movies, and Ride Along 2. <laughs> so, I mean, like, of course, we all wish we were in the film Ride Along 2. I'm not trying to. Look, Tyrese Gibson, he's done great things. He's a richer man than either of us will ever be. <laughs> God. But definitely not. We're not. We're not. Yeah, he's flat broke. We're not trying to like. I don't know. It's it's all a bit of fun. But like, I don't know. They just seem completely delusional to reality, and it's just kind of goofy. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, Jason Momoa, Vin Diesel beef. Um, I mean, it's just kind of awkward because they're going to be in more movies together. I assume so. I know how well, that's going to Yeah, work. like, have they already wrapped filming of the next one? Is that is that what they're saying here? Or Maybe, I don't know. Well, that leads us nicely into the next piece of news. And for the first time in a while, thankfully, God, he is enormous in this picture. We have some dwoos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this this picture used on the Empire article. Jesus the, Christ. The genuine awe and, like, <laughs> thirst you said res- that way. <laughs> the respect. He is, like... <laughs> the restraint of not popping one right now. <laughs> He is, like, the widest human being I've ever seen in this photo. It doesn't help that the background is the same color as his suit, so, like, it just looks like an extension of himself, really. But, god damn. Um, it's a Roblox character. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send this to you. I, I can't not. Um, actually, I'll, just put it, I'll, I'll put it in the pod. But anyway, uh, this is from Empire. <laughs> okay. Dwayne Johnson returning for new solo Fast and Furious spinoff. And this comes to us from Dwayne Johnson's own Twitter account. And he says, (laughs) he says, a quote, Dwayne Johnson says, whenever walking into a room, hope you've got your thunderwear on. Hobbs is back. (laughs) Um, Blah, blah, blah. Luke Hobbs will be returning. Walks into a funeral. Hope you got your thunderwear on. Anyway, he writes here on his Twitter. Your reactions around the world to Hobbs' return in Fast X have blown us away. Blowing <laughs> mind emoji, prayer emoji, world emoji. First of all, can I just say, that's definitely not true. Like, we enjoyed it as kind of, I think, a meme. I don't think anyone else is going to... Like, most people be like, oh yeah, why wasn't he in the rest of this movie? Most people don't know, like, about <laughs> yeah, most the people be like, oh yeah, Hobbs. It's like, yeah, oh, that's that's weird he wasn't in the rest of this. Yeah, he's, he's still here. Uh, anyway, last summer... Sorry, the next Fast and Furious film, you'll see you'll see the legendary lawman 
in will be the Hobbs movie that will serve as a fresh new chapter and set up Fast X Part 2. Last summer, Vin and I put all the past behind us. We'll lead with brotherhood and resolve and always take care of the franchise characters and fans that we love. Blah, 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 blah. Daddy's got to go to work. Hashtag Hobbs is back. Hashtag Fast and Furious. Hashtag put your fun <laughs> put your thunderwear on and then just beneath it there's this video of him in this like hawaiian shirt or whatever and i can't hear the audio but oh my god it's like five minutes long jesus christ Wayne. um i think he posted that on his instagram and i immediately just did not watch it <laughs> right? it's so long god i ate reading all put that your thunderwear on <laughs> Dwayne. that sounds like a genuine threat <laughs> um so i have a couple a couple of things to go off of this one first of all um, so you, what was your reaction to, what, was your mind blown by Hobbs's return? Spoiler alert. Well, in, in, in the kind of post credit scene, I, uh, I literally ripped off my pants and put on my thunderwear. Right. It was incredible. <laughs> as the only appropriate reaction. And, and I can only, I can only describe the rest of the cinema as goblin mode because holy <laughs> shit, people were going nuts. Yeah. That was that riot I heard about in Lumbru the other day. <laughs> it was yeah. all from. It was very funny, actually, you know. It's funny that I say this because we were literally the only people in the cinema <laughs> watching this movie. God. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say, and I can only describe the rest of the cinema as incredibly empty. <laughs> <laughs> well, very true. Like, we were just sitting chatting. We had our feet up on the seats. Ch- I, oh, uh, shouldn't do that. But, like, yeah, we like, were just chatting. Literally no one else in the cinema. Um, ah, brilliant. It was, it was a bit of a painful time. <laughs> it was like a peak hours as well. It was like seven in the evening. It's the perfect cinema time. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not doing great. It had a big opening. It's not doing great uh, box office wise, I don't think. It had a pretty big drop off. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so you were blown away by the legendary lawman. I think it's safe to say. Um, yeah. I, I also want to say, do you think the beef was fake the whole time so they could set up this kind of thing? And are they doing it the same thing I- with Momoa? And are we just eating it up like the pigs that we are? I think, I mean, we are definitely pigs eating a bunch of stuff up right now, but I do think the beef was probably genuine because it just, again, it's just, he was kind of like an integral part of the, mm. of the movies before, you know? So like just, to just have him like drop off or two would be, it just, it just seems a bit strange because you could just, you could set up, you could set up a Hobbs spinoff anytime you want. Like people are going to watch it because it's, it's, it's Dwayne. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think. They've probably resolved the beef quite a while before they've posted this stuff. Um, yeah, and I I probably don't think it was but, ever that big of a deal. And they like they probably I mean, I don't, were annoyed. I don't think it other. was ever a big deal for either of them, really. Yeah. Um. And yeah, also I think him and Tyrese beefed as well, so it's gonna be an awkward set with Momoa and Dwayne. So many alphas in one room, but of course only one can rule them all. <laughs> that being ludicrous. Um. That but, being Han. <laughs> Han, who ate the mushrooms and is on dating apps or something. God, what a terrible Yeah, scene. what uh, was his role in that fucking movie? He was just getting... Yeah, he <laughs> ate, like, a... Was it a cookie or a brownie? And then he just... Yeah, some... Yeah. Um, you know, but anyway... Classic Han activities. Are you excited for the Hobbs movie that I guess will be coming out probably, like, next year? If it's coming out before Fast X Part 2 or whatever. Um, so the Hobbs... Did I say Han movie? Yeah. The Hobbs movie. Um, where... <laughs> I be- God, I would fucking love if they did a Han movie. <laughs> it's just him. But then make it like complete, completely just separate from the rest of the universe. Just like Han. Yeah, Han going like it's a train spotting, but featuring Han. <laughs> that would be that would be awesome, actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the Hobbs movie. Um, yeah, fine, I guess. I mean, first of all, poor Shaw. Second of all. I don't know if this is going to... I think they're going to have to stack this with, like, a big cast because, <laughs> no offense to Dwayne, but, I mean, he didn't... Like, Black Adam didn't do great. And apparently, if, I've heard rumors. Again, I remember, I think they talked about it on the Weekly Planet, but apparently he's, like, having trouble getting some movies greenlit because, like, his last few movies haven't done great. And also, like, Black Adam was, like, mm. a DC movie. It was a Dwayne movie. Like, that should have... That had all the ingredients, and it didn't do very well. Yeah. So I don't think you can just put... Like, just be like, Hobbs, it's just Dwayne. Like, I think they're gonna have to stack it with something else that'll, like, put a, I don't know, who's mm. like a, like, who's a man of the, of the hour, currently. Like a... Ooh. An Andrew Tate. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> um. <laughs> a Hobbs ludicrous spin-off. <laughs> that 
actually, genuinely, I think we talked about this with the Fast Nine. Ludacris is the second most charismatic person in those movies. Which is, again, a horrifying thing to say, but... Anyway, I guess we're excited for the Dwayne movie. I think it might be him versus... Did you say, did you say who's a man of the hour? Oh, no, that's because I saw I did an interview or something. I was trying to think of, like, some relevant <laughs> pop culture. We need thing. a top dog in here. <laughs> Just the poster? The Rock versus the Top G? Uh, to be fair, I would watch eight hours of Dwayne Johnson beating the shit out of Andrew Tate. <laughs> completely real footage. Andrew Tate's, like, strapped to a chair, completely defenseless. <laughs> it's not even a fair fight. It's... Just Dwayne gets out his tattooing needle, <laughs> writes on his forehead, Thunderwear. <laughs> no, Andrew Tate should not be anywhere near anyone, really. What a what a what a creep. Anyway, should we move on to We've talked a lot about Dwayne stuff. Should we move on to the actual topic for this week? Um I think I think we should. Should we dive into the box office smash? It's actually doing crazy well because the first one didn't do okay. great. Um but then in the years past, it's like really picked up steam on streaming and stuff. Um, and this had, uh-huh. the, I think, the third highest opening domestically of the year, which is pretty nuts. Um, Ooh, okay. <clears throat> so, let's get into Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh. Are we, we going to go spoilers from the get-go? Are we going to kind of keep that on first go non-spoilers? What's the, what's uh, the, what's the let's, let's go spoilers. Let's let's do the let's yeah. do the thing. Let's let's go. But most people have seen it. it had such a big opening. Come on. Honestly. I really, really enjoyed this. It was so good. Like I, I kind of knew it was gonna be, it was gonna be good. Hot take, kind of hot prediction here. It was probably <laughs> gonna be great. Um, but uh, it, it really, really was just so good. It, I think it was, it was fun. It was like it dealt into some like deep issues and like you know kind of the whole identity. Do I tell? Do I not tell? Like reveal my secrets great twists i like the overall interactions and the whole story it was just overall a great time i would agree i thought again hot take this movie that's like the highest rated movie on letterboxd ever is pretty good but Mm. i thought it was pretty damn good (laughs) i thought it was a very good movie yeah um i agree with everything you said i mean i'm a huge i rewatched the first spider-verse movie a couple a couple months ago just to get ready and i i love that movie so much it's one of my favorite superhero movies ever and i was just Hmm. like yeah, I w- normally I would be kind of nervous going into a sequel to something that I loved so much, but because it's because mm-hmm. of the creative team behind it, because of how good it looked, and because of just like I don't know, yeah, just just the first movie's quality, know. you can tell that they're and there's so much is to it, do too. Yeah, there's just so the, much to explore. It's just got it's got this vibe where you it'd be very very surprising if you got disappointed going into it because of yeah, as you say, like the kind of style and direction and everything. I know, you know, it's like just the, the plot and source material of it. It's like there's it's very very hard to to kind of deviate on the like really good path they've already started. Yeah. Um, I'll say, let's, let's start. Let's start. Uh, we'll get into, I don't really have too many complaints. We'll get into some, it's interesting because most people I've talked to actually, which was only like three or four, they've, they've had more criticism than I have <laughs> ever <laughs> <laughs> just in, in my circle in general. Um, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we can get into that more, but uh, I think we can start with, I think character wise, I really, Mm. loved what they did with miles i think there are if i was to say any criticisms and this is kind of pointed out by some of the people i talked to there's a little bit of uh kind of strange waiting on certain characters like towards the start and the end there's a lot on gwen stacy and there's not really anything on her throughout or whatever but i would say mm. i could definitely say miles morales is one of my favorite superhero characters ever in these films uh like i don't know anything about the comics yeah. but uh in these films he's just like from the first film to now he has such a, a likability to him. He's very funny, but he's also, he's mm-hmm. extremely relatable. I found him, yeah, like, yeah. especially watching that first movie, you know, I think we're older than he is. Like, I think he's 15 in this or whatever, but like watching that first movie when you're a bit younger and now a little bit later when he's a little bit older and he's going through, you know, some things mm-hmm. that we went through in, in more recent years. Uh, again, we're 21, we're not <laughs> 15, but he's just incredibly well voice acted and uh, I loved the relationship between him and his parents. I thought that was a r- excellent. And it was it was so well built on from the yeah. first movie. It felt like such a natural progression of who he was. Like, he, he's mm-hmm. learned the lessons from the first movie, and now he has more growing to do in different ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, the growing is also part of the... Or, like, the parents also need to grow in, in ways and, like, accept the fact that he he's growing. You know, it's it's a 
It's all yeah. connected. Now, I, I thought the conversation with him and his mother um, before he goes off after Gwen was just fantastic. I mean, just like... And, and that's mm-hmm. the big thing I want to say about this that just kind of stood out to me, even in comparison to the first film, because there's a lot here that the first film does well, but it does definitely feel like a bigger movie. It's a lot longer, and it... Uh-huh. I, I don't know if... I feel like you'll get what I mean by this, but the first movie, obviously, it's amazing. This feels more like a real movie if you know what i mean or like kind of like this movie takes more time to uh, develop things and sort of like it, it has a lot of pauses in like dialogue it has a lot of sort mm-hmm. of like moments to let things think sink in i'm not saying animated movies aren't real movies or can't like have real stories but the first one i love it so much it's like you know it's like a fun animated adventure and like there's a lot of it's it's a lot going fast yeah. it's really fun this one there's a lot uh-huh. of pauses there's a lot of like moments to take stuff in and i really love what they did with the dialogue which comes from i guess the writing and also the voice acting especially for an animated movie everyone feels very real like the way they talk just like the way people Mm -hmm. talk with each other it it doesn't feel scripted it feels very much like real people exactly yeah i agree and in terms of visuals i think this is visually one of the best superhero movies ever um mm-hmm. i say yeah it goes goes above and beyond the last one uh i love the different like i mean we kind of touched on it in dr strange but that's obviously like a live action movie but like the the kind of different styles across the universes and stuff like that like um what's his name is it is it hoagie is that is that his name bogey mm-hmm. hoagie like the the british guy so cool and like how that like like his kind of you know animation and, and style seeing it interact with like the otherwise normal style of miles and and gwen is i i I really liked it um and then also like when they like go into the spider city and like you just see like the sea of different you know different styles and stuff like that i i enjoyed yeah yeah they they have kind of like dr strange they have like the kind of montage moment where it goes through like a bunch of different styles Mm -hmm. but then also like really commits to it more and has like people you know present characters throughout the entire movie having mm-hmm. different styles and and that also leads to a lot of the comedy i thought some of uh, the spider punk kind of jokes were really funny um as daniel kaluuya by the way i don't know if you knew that um oh just the the v- combination of the music and the visuals were like just the vibes of certain shots like especially the i think it's the spider-man 2099 theme but that like synthy kind of i don't know music mm-hmm. that comes when he comes in like just like uh, such a I don't know, amazing atmosphere that comes from those those incredible visuals. And, like, yeah, like, the the creativity is, like, out of this world, you know? It's, like, if anything, that's, yeah. again, one of my only complaints, really, is, like, it's almost too creative for its own good. Like, there's, it's such a crazy movie. There's so much shit going on. And, like, you can tell it's because they're really yeah, talented sometimes and sometimes you do get a little bit... But it's, like, a little Yeah, you get a little bit know? lost in... Yeah. I get, I'm like, what what's going on? Where do I, where do I look? It's, no, it's, <laughs> it's... I love it, but, yeah, it can be a little bit overwhelming. In terms of, um plot what do we think i really liked i really liked it as well yeah um that, that's the thing i guess we can talk about this now i saw this with uh my mother um and ah. she liked it but she was kind of she said she was quite confused by it and she thought it was a little mm. bit too much also it was funny as we were leaving the cinema this old guy he was like do you just see spider-man i was like yeah and he's like I have no idea what's happened. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, that's fair. I mean, I, I was like, I don't know if you're the, the target demo, um, but oh, you should totally have said that to him. <laughs> well, sir, not to be rude, but, um, your wrinkles have wrinkles. <laughs> he was really sweet. He was really nice, but, um, but he was also such an old time guy. I'd be like, Oh my God. I'm, I'm, I was, I was so confused. Could you explain it to me a little bit? Well, I don't think this movie's for you, pal. So why don't you <laughs> shuffle along? <laughs> I think your elder bus is leaving. Kick him down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, the bus to the elder care home uh, left five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's I think, it for you. I think I saw your hearse outside. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, he was, he was very nice. But um, and and also your hearse is outside, sir. <laughs> Imagine that. This elderly guy's like, young lad, I'm so confused. Your hearse is outside, dude. It's time to let go. <laughs> to be fair, if any movie's going to give an old guy a heart attack, I feel like it might be this one. Because, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot going on. Um, but anyway. Imagine enough. that in the headlines. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Opening weekend. 
65,000 elderly <laughs> dead. Anyway, enough, like, weird elder abuse. Um, but, and also, I think someone else, a friend of mine, although he had other complaints with the story, but it was also, yeah, like, a little confusing and a bit much. And to be fair, like, I get it, but also... Like, I, I, th- I feel like there's a, it's a little bit overwhelming, just like, you know, visually and a lot going on in terms of the story. And I'm gonna say something. I'm not, I'm not going against my, my mother here. who I love and respect very much. Of course, I would never, <laughs> I would never say anything uh, against her. Mm, of course. But I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there. I don't think it's that confusing of a movie, if I'm honest. I, I don't think it's that hard to follow. I think some people. And Maybe again, it's. Is, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, no, go on. You're about to say something uh, very controversial. I feel. <laughs> yeah, some fucking pe- no. Uh, I think there's just like with and I again I understand if you're not like super into these superhero movies and you're kind of I don't know you're used to like I'm trying to think of how to say this without sounding super patronizing, but like I feel like some people they just see like multiple dimensions and they're like and like superhero sci-fi stuff and they're like ah like it's all dimension it's so hard to f- i can't understand like what where dimension are they in now mm. why is this guy here and it's like I, if you watch the movie they say the stuff they say like, pretty much everything it's like you can you can understand the concept of another dimension it's like and then this person comes from this dimension it's like it's not like asking you to i would say like things that are much simpler in terms of you know dimensional ever like game of thrones yeah. is much harder to follow when it has like lots of characters and lots of intricate plot lines i was like it's yeah, pretty different families and stuff like yeah. well i mean do you think it's because like, because we've seen this, like, multiverse stuff so much lately, do you th- and we've, more so than other people, kept pretty up to date with it, I think. Do you think we've just kind of gotten used to that? And then, like, if we kind of went into this without having seen any of the Doctor Strange or Avengers or any of, like, Loki and stuff like that, do you think if we went into, like, to this, do you think we'd find it a little bit more confusing, or do you think we would just kind of pick it up? No, I think that's a fair point. I think, yeah, we are more... Like, we, we watch all this stuff. And even we've complained about some, some MCU stuff being, like, ads to, like, Loki, where they're like, and then there's a fucking million plot lines, whatever. And maybe, like, especially because yeah. we've seen all that by comparison to that, we're like, oh, this is pretty, it's pretty basic. We can we can follow this. You know, it's a bunch of spider people. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I get that. And also, to be fair, But even, again, even still, I don't think it's that. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's the most complicated complicated thing no to give my mom some credit so, most of the stuff you she tell was... your mother that <laughs> yeah. to her credit she was mostly confused about stuff that was like based on the first movie which she hadn't seen since 2018 so like she was like who like you know the stuff with his uncle and that kind of stuff so i i get that like that's a mm. that's a little bit but anyway i think it's a valid enough complaint you can't say anyone's complaint isn't valid but i do also think it's maybe a little overblown where it's just like it gets lumped in with like all the other like ah just dimensions and comics and i can't i can't understand I'm like ah, if, you know it's pretty it's just, all you have to know is, like, there's a place where people from other dimensions can show up, and there's a lot of Spider-Men, and, like, you know, that's that. But anyway, yeah. um, should we talk villains? Or main villain, really? Shall. Uh, well, there, mm-hmm. there are two two villains, I'd say. The Spot. What are, what are we thinking about uh-huh. him? I actually really enjoyed him as well. I thought it was a very, very, like, because... I did not expect him to become as big as, or, like, as powerful as he did, because I thought it was just kind of be like a as it was, you know, pitched up to be just, like, villain of the week kind of thing. Um, but I've, I I like the voice acting a lot, and, like, the more and more you see him, like, the... Yeah, like, the more you kind of... I, I don't sympathize with him, but, like, you kind of, like, understand a bit more. I don't think there's anyone who's, like... Like, he's obviously... This guy's obviously very evil, but, like, in this movie, I don't think there's any villain that you look at and, like, okay, he's just irrationally, you know, evil. I think everyone you can kind of understand their their point of view and where they're coming from and 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 their motives and stuff like that and I like the how creative his like you know being and ability allows the like um, animators to be and like the fight scenes and everything like that I think it's 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 very very good yeah no I I feel the exact same way I think his character was really funny and then transitioned into like actually like a a threat in the story which. Uh like mm-hmm. surprisingly effectively and i think yeah his his powers led to some some of the most fun action in the whole movie especially that first you know the first encounter they have it's just like just a lot of fun there's a lot of character in that between both of them as well as like the fun dynamics mm-hmm. of you know shit falling out of his yeah. body um who who voices him uh i can't remember it's someone because in the very beginning i was like that's ryan reynolds <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's ryan reynolds it's someone famous i think it's it's some known actor also by the way you know the um the Da Vinci guy at the start, um the the uh, Da Vinci Vulture. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 
That mm-hmm. was a uh, uh, Jorma from the Lonely Island. <laughs> really? Yeah. Also, that's Andy so Andy Samberg. So in this. random. Andy Samberg is um As you know what? Ben Riley the like the overdramatic '90s Spider-Man. The um, he's the one who's like uh, yeah just like super melodramatic and uh, no. Oh yeah yeah um, yeah the, the, like the guy who's like depressed and like yeah yeah like with his head against the wall yeah um it's a jason schwartzman i don't know if you are familiar he's in a lot of uh wes anderson stuff yeah he's great um Mm -hmm. yeah uh and i thought oscar isaac as miguel o'hara was another you know good villain Mm -hmm. uh or like kind of antagonistic presence um and i thought just like the triumph of again just on miles morales's character Again, what I loved rewatching that first movie is just it's such a like a it's a really feel good and just like inspiring kind of story of like they you know he has lots of they're there's friends they're nice but like they don't really believe in him and he like really proves to himself more than anyone that like he can be this person and this one also again he has to like stand up to everyone and like I don't know at the end there when he yeah. just like blasts fucking uh, Miguel O'Hara off the train it was just such a such yeah, a great moment very cool um, uh huh. Yeah, I I mean, just the action was a lot of fun. I I like Jake Johnson briefly returning. Um, Ozzy, it was so like he he had one line that was the most Nick Miller I, thing I've I, ever heard. I think we're thinking of the same. I I for, I forget exactly what he said. Is that when he's like, I had a baby or something like that? <laughs> There's it's uh, what I'm thinking of. It's around there where they're talking in that like ventilation room, or whatever. And he's, like, trying to express emotions, and he's kind of, like, doing it in a weird shouting way, kind of like Nick Miller, where he's like, I care yeah. about you, and I hope the baby's like you! And, like, that, that kind of thing. It was, like, it was very, yeah. very mm-hmm. Nick Miller-y. Um, very Nick Miller. I just, like, <laughs> I turned to my girlfriend, and I was like, this is, this is Nick Miller. <laughs> Peak Nick Miller. This, this is not Peter Parker. This is Nick Miller. <laughs> uh, I, I, really... <laughs> I turned to my girlfriend and said, Peak Nick Miller. <laughs> He turns like W Miller right there. Um, <laughs> I I really like that though. That was that was really wholesome because I love their relationship from the first movie. And this one, it's kind of you know tested a little bit. And for him to like say like I had a kid because you know I maybe it would turn out like you or whatever. I was like ah, that's such a hit me right there. Yeah, very um, wholesome. Yeah, man. I really enjoy the the chemistry between Miles and Gwen. Yes. Yeah. I I hashtag ship it. Right. Yeah. Have you seen the interviews with Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld? <laughs> I have not. Oh no. <laughs> it's it's been going around a lot. It's kind of a meme where I think he's just trying to be funny or nice or I don't think he's actually trying to quote shoot his shot, but there's a compilation <laughs> of Shamik Moore like Throwing out what could it be interpreted as like kind of vaguely pickup line sort of sort of things, and Haley Steinfeld just like not mm. reacting at all, and it's just like bro has zero riz just as the caption on every post. <laughs> I mean, it is when you put it in the compilation, it's kind of funny, but um, they do have, as opposed to that, great chemistry in the uh, in the in the film. Um, and I liked her, I liked also yeah like a lot of the you know internal struggles that Gwen has to go through and like there's a there's a lot of especially yeah. for you know what is essentially a kids movie, kind of I don't I don't know if kids I feel like it's above you know like a Pixar kind of kids movie it's not for that age demographic mm-hmm. it's like for the age demographic of any other superhero movie but there was like a, a interesting nuance to both Miles's arc and Gwen's mm-hmm. arc and um, yeah even even you know a little bit with like Peter Parker and Miguel O'Hara on that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, like, because I think Miguel O'Hare has been... I don't think they expanded that much on his character. I think they probably will in the next one, you know? Like, I feel like his powers and everything like that mm. weren't... There's, there's still, like, a bit of a an unknown there that I wanted to know when watching this, and I just hope they kind of expand on in, in the next movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think we will get that as well. Uh, speaking mm. of which... What do we think of the the ending, the big the big cliffhanger finale? Ooh, I was gonna say the big the big twist. I really liked it. I thought it was very well done. Like the kind of slow kind of realization. Because I thought when he was like, "Mom, I'm Spider Man," you know, mm. and she's like, "Who's Spider Man?" At first, I was like, "Okay, maybe she like." I thought it was like a joke. Yeah, 
it's like it's oh it's not gonna be a big deal for her like she doesn't really know she's gonna support him whatever and then it got just kind of more and more uneasy and like something was off you know yeah and then when the uncle walked in and everything was like oh my lord yeah mahersh um, back in the flesh mahersh mahersh back back in the my flesh um i like the whole prowler thing of miles but i honestly hope that that's just like something that's not going to be super focused on in the next movie like I, I think it's i think it's a fun interesting nuance but like i don't want it to be like he becomes a secondary main character kind of thing you know i think that could just be like kind of the opening of the next one that they sort of get him out of there yeah that's what yeah, i hope i think so mm-hmm. um but i agree i thought it was it was a cool twist i thought yeah more so, like, towards the end, you're kind of like, okay, it's going to be him, like, you know, alternate him. But, like, when he first goes there, I genuinely didn't realize that it wasn't the right dimension or whatever. For Like, they actually, <laughs> they exactly. got me. Um, I'm very excited for the next one. The next one's only, like, ten months away. Like, they could put out the trailer, like, next week, really. So, yeah, awesome. pretty pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, it's a fucking crazy movie. There's a lot going on. Um, but I feel like we kind of covered... Oh, do you like... Um... Do you like Indian Spider-Man? Because I really I do. do. That was great. The the whole Mumpatton scene was Mumpatton <laughs> was, yeah. was awesome. Yeah. No, and it was yeah, just like I just had the same you know sense of humor as the first one. It was a, it was a bit less funny, but like kind of intentionally so. Like there was a lot more kind of drama mm-hmm. to it than the first one. But yeah, um, when it was comedic, it was again really really funny. Um, and yeah, he was just like yeah, just Spider-Man of his life was <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, no, big fan. So I would say. Really awesome movie. Uh, I probably didn't love it as much as the first one, but it's pretty damn close. It's they're both they're both great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say I probably enjoyed this one more than the first one, mainly because when I watched the first one, and I think, yeah, that might not speak to the actual quality of the movie, but I think it was just like when I watched it, I kind of when I watched the first one, everyone's everyone was telling me like, oh, you should watch this without me having like I wasn't super interested in this, but then. After having watched the first one and now watching this, I was very like hyped and interested going into watching this movie, and then it delivered. So I think I enjoyed this one a bit more. Yeah, good stuff. With all that said, it's now time for the Dumb News. So we do have a great piece of Tom Canoes this week, and by the way, we were sent something by Sam Rush on the email. We will get to that because we have. I think I saw this on the on the discussing film Twitter account, but Tom Cruise is reportedly pissed. Oh, I thought you were gonna say missing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of a shitty way to introduce it. We got a great piece of Tom Cruise this week. It's gonna be really fun. Tom Cruise has been abducted. <laughs> He's pissed off at Oppenheimer of all movies Ooh, because. Okay. Why? He, you know, he's all about cinema and big screen experiences and jumping off cliffs and shit. And he wants Mission Impossible to be seen on on IMAX screens. However, Oppenheimer comes out the week after Mission Impossible and it has booked all the IMAX screens in North America or something. So basically Mission Impossible will get like one week in IMAX and Cruz is prowling the streets Mm. trying to... As he usually (laughs) does. That's a, that's just not part of the story. That's just I'm reporting what I'm seeing out the window. Um, he is prowling the streets of Hollywood trying to convince, I guess uh, it's Universal during Oppenheimer to move its release date or give up the screens or something. I don't really know, but mm. um, but yeah, he's not happy. I don't really know how this could only get to him now. I feel like this stuff would have been planned far in advance, yeah. not like a month I mean, before the I, movie. I want like how does how does one movie book out all the IMAX stuff? Is it? Well, I think it's because Oppenheimer's like a real, I mean, because it's Christopher Nolan and he's all about that, like, you know, IMAX shit. And he like, he really pushed for, I mean, I think it's like really, I don't know. I'm sure Mission Impossible is as well, but I feel like a lot of the stuff I've seen about Oppenheimer has been specifically like, you have to see it in IMAX. You got to like, it's like the cinema experience. He filmed it on, on actual film or something. Yeah. You know, it's a battle of the cinema freaks of Cruz and Nolan, you know, it's both. It's a battle of the cinema boys. Yeah. yeah. Both loving the, that cinema experience. Um. I don't think he can do much about it. I mean, they've already, like, yeah. I don't know what he can do, but yeah. I so. mean, I, I do think, like, I would probably want to, I mean, I think they'd both be great, but, like, between the two of them, I think Mission Impossible is probably more important to watch an IMAX, don't you think? Uh, I don't know, actually. I, I'd, I'd probably go Oppenheimer if I had the choice, because... Ooh, okay. I mean, I, yeah, this is, you know, the spectacular action scenes in Mission Impossible, but the, like, I don't know, the, the 
visuals apparently like the explosions and shit that they actually did for Oppenheimer is apparently incredible or something so okay. I don't know we'll we'll see but I'm not going to see either of them in the, either of them in IMAX cuz I barely see anything in IMAX but um mm. yeah just fun cruise beef um yeah. <laughs> a delightful cruise not having a great time <laughs> lots of beefs this episode uh <laughs> should we hit some announcements and such real quick I believe we should all right, let's do some some comments on the latest pod. Movie Boy says, "Haven't watched it yet, but I'm BHL will talk about spoilers for Fast X. This ain't none your business." I'll be honest; I have no idea what that means. Um, <laughs> I think it might be a Dwayne reference. To, does he say it's none your business in the post credit scene or something? No, he says some bitch. That's what he says. Some bitch. Anyway, none your business. Anyway, uh, Al Feld says, Thanks for telling me about the new episode releases. Also, the FNAF trailer played before Fast X for me, and the post credit scene with You Know Who got me excited than ever for these movies. I'm also wondering why the Mission Impossible trailer wasn't the Tom Canoes. I don't know, because we don't think about this show very much. Because <laughs> we're both idiots. Um, it's, it's the poorly planned, bro. <laughs> ZJ says, Always great to get an unexpected pod, even better on a day that I'm off from school. Hashtag back to the bussy. Hashtag my father isn't a pastor. <laughs> Thank you, ZJ. Josie says, The Fast X rant was so entertaining. Perfectly describes the insanity and downfall of this franchise. Great episode and very entertaining way to start my day off. Hashtag Tyrese forced humor. Hashtag breaking bus. Hashtag Tom Cruise jumps <laughs> off a cliff because Shakira rejected him. Hashtag my father loves bussy. All right, I feel like we're getting kind of in a strange place here. I don't know how we should be bringing fathers God. in this. Also, I just love the hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Tyrese forced humor. <laughs> just so mean <laughs> um, that's so true <laughs> shrumpy says going to see fast x what tonight it says at, the, at the headline of every script <laughs> sorry i honestly hope it is as big of a train wreck as you made it out to be hashtag rip rick dalton hashtag back to the bussy hashtag <laughs> fast and bussiest hashtag killers of the flower bussy <laughs> quentin taron bussy spider-man into the bussy verse <laughs> spider-man no bussy home <laughs> guardians of the bussy volume three falcon and winter bussy Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> Bussy Mania. God, there's a there, there are more here. I'm, I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it short. You know, we're, we're, that's that's all you're getting. Um, Sean Grant says random Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> Bussy Mania. <laughs> um, random suggestion, but would it be cool if you guys did a Benford watch of Starcross from the Justice League animated series, bro? I've been wanting to do this since I was like fucking seventeen or something. This is this has been in my mind. I appreciate the suggestion, Sean Grant. We absolutely will. I will force Freddy to do it. Mm. Anson says, let me say as a former FNAF superfan who even now still has an interest in the franchise, I'm kind of worried about the movie, mostly because of the animatronic eyes. In the games, their glowing eyes were usually thin white dots that genuinely had tons of menace and aided the excellent atmosphere, but these big red eyes look goofy and destroy the atmosphere. Just really generic and ill-fitting. So yeah, conflicted, but I'll watch it. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it did look kind of goofy, I'm not going to lie, but I didn't know there was a difference. Um... Anarag <laughs> says, will you guys do a Benefred watch of Southland Tales? Don't look up anything about it. Just know it is absolutely insane and features the best and most insane performance Dwayne Johnson has ever given. I kind of okay. like the sound of that, you know. I've never heard of this I've, before. But... I have not either. But if it's if it's anything close to his pain and gain performance, could be a big old shout. <laughs> you know, that could be a... That could be a big shout. Yeah, put that in the in the possible Benefred watches because that sounds very delightful. Absolutely. Fast and Furious films have just become a game of guessing which two to three famous actors they will bring in waste for no specific reason besides making the audience say, oh my god, it's Jason Momoa. Anyway, if I had to guess the next three for Fast 11, I'd go John David Washington, Kaya Scottelario, and Dame Judi Dench with a brief cameo from the <laughs> from the Black Adam kid. <laughs> god. Um, I hope not, because then I will not be watching this movie. I'll be boycotting it. <laughs> Hashtag... Freddy on that fuck them kids grind set? Hashtag BHL card <laughs> tricks him. That is a, that is a terrible <laughs> yeah, hashtag. Yeah, let's not get that going. I believe he's referring to the, the Michael Jordan <laughs> meme where it says fuck them kids. But it, just as a hashtag, that is horrendous. Can we not uh, make that a thing? Um, hashtag BHL card tricks him. Hashtag unfunny Tyrese. <laughs> and hashtag... <laughs> kill off Han for real this time. Damn. Big big thoughts <laughs> oh, from Jaden. Ja- <laughs> I assume he means the character, not the actor, because that would be kind of dark. Um, 
Anson also says, I got a really big laugh out of your psycho, out of you psychoanalyzing the disparity between my comments in these last two pods, but don't worry about it at all. It's enough to know that it was read, even if it wasn't read out. It's totally fine. But if you really want to make up for it, feel free to read out the inevitably massive comment that I will write once I've seen Across the Spider-Verse, literally the most hyped I've ever been for a movie ever, and all of the early reviews make it sound impossibly good. I won't be able to shut up about it. Well, I hope you enjoyed it, and I guess this will be the pod that is, that is placed on. Um... But yeah, good stuff all around. Thank you, everyone. Let's see if there's anything on the fan page. Um, there, <laughs> there is. Um, it's an article. Oh. It's a Wikipedia article of a guy called <laughs> Claude Debussy, found by Josie. Oh. So, <laughs> thank yeah, you, Josie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent stuff all around. <laughs> <laughs> um, hope you enjoyed this episode if you did drop a like subscribe hit the bell button leave a comment down below what you thought of across the spider-verse and other stuff all the beefs um, also don't harass or hurt old people just a bit of fun don't throw them into hearses and stuff mm. um, you yeah. can find me on youtube BHL that's the takeaway from this pod because <laughs> it started with the Harrison <laughs> hate and then it ended with the with the old man outside the cinema moral of the story don't push old people <laughs> downstairs yeah feel kind of bad we have nothing against old people they're sometimes nice and smell like prunes you can find me on youtube bhl hudson instagram <laughs> twitter bhl underscore hudson tiktok bhl hudson letterboxd real bhl hudson you can email the pod at bhhudsonvisit.gmail.com you can find me on twitter at fdk underscore adult sniper you can find me on instagram at fidalgard you can find me on letterboxd fdk underscore thrills and on youtube at fdk space gaming thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time but up but up but but da 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 but da